Hello, it's me. I'm sorry. <laughs> That's all I got because I'm so tired. You're telling me it's only Tuesday. Hello. It feels so Friday. Have you seen her lately? <laughs> yeah. Mama has lost a lot of weight. You look good to me. You know, anybody that can lose weight is, listen, you are doing the God's work. Because I can tell you what I ain't doing over here. All right, y'all. Um, welcome to another episode of Reality to Pie. I'm, 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 I'm going to be Tammy because I'm really high. <laughs> it's your girl, Dr. Shady Shay. And even though I'm just shady today, look, I, I ain't got to where she's at yet. I took thine edible <laughs> like about an hour ago. So it's it hasn't even started to fully kick in yet. But by the time we get to woke, y'all already know what kind of food it's going to be. I got notes for woke, though. Don't ask me about that other shit. <laughs> Uh, well, how was your week? Man, this here shit is for the birds. <laughs> and like, everybody's all up in theirs because CPS has sent out this intent for us to come back to work shit in February. Look, I ain't going if the numbers are what they are. The, what they are currently? Yeah. I don't care what y'all say. I'm not about to die. We closed schools and the infection rate was less than 4%. It's over 12% now. You talking about, yeah, it'll be all right. Kids don't spread it that bad. Even though a million kids have tested positive in the last month. Kids aren't super spreaders. Like, I don't understand people. Like, how could you... What is wrong with your mental faculties that First you could off, sit in front of computer behind the desk and say, yeah, kids don't spread it that bad. That bad? First off, we kids are lies. Kids are gross. Kids are gross. I don't know why people... Um... Let me go right on this app and play my Mega Man because if I hit, I quit. <laughs> Illinois Lottery. Oh, God. All right. Well, um, I got a few things uh, for the church announcements. So, Jeremiah, I got, he got the COVID. It went bad. It's going bad for him. I heard. I heard. He's in ICU on the ventilator. Yeah. I said, well, damn it. And then I had a thought that I shouldn't say on um, a public forum. It was about Trumpy, though. And then I said, oh. And I said, I just pray. I sat and prayed for the little man and kept it on moving. But that's crazy. He's like 33. 32, 33, some shit like that. <sighs> you know, I'm not saying that I don't feel bad for the little nigga because I do. And I know COVID's anywhere. You could catch it. And it's airborne. Wear a mask. All that shit that people are saying. But it seems like that's just not good enough. It's just not good enough. So what is wrong? We live in one of the most progressive countries in the world. mm -hmm. And we can't get a better handle on this virus than we got. Hell, when China ended up get, all getting infected and they shut down, didn't they? Oh, they shut they, down, they, down. They shut down, down for 30 days and that shit expired very quickly over there. And had, you know, they're dealing with a whole different type of situation over there. Well, yeah, they're the type that if you don't do what they say, it's off with your head. True, true. I feel, I heard that they still taking the first, uh, after you have a, a girl, you can't have no more. They only they got two. They can have two. Oh, they can have two. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I wonder when that changed. Probably wasn't paying attention, but I probably also was high. Um, so they can have two, but what ends up happening is if they don't have a boy, they end up they have a high rate of abortion over there. I don't want to talk about that no more. Um, so prayers for Jeremiah. Yeah, you, man. 
get past this COVID monster. Also, you were right. We spoke about this yesterday. Um, it is a petition. So, uh, I guess eighties babies rock with this guy. But Alistair Beck passed away. He's the host of Jeopardy. That's all we know him to do. And uh, when he passed away, um, the girls have gotten together a petition for the Reading Rainbow dude, aka Lamar Burton, um, to be the new host of Jeopardy. I thought that if they were going to have someone do it, this should be LeVar Burton. But I honestly thought that they were just going to cancel Jeopardy. Here's the thing. and I'm a purist in that way. I don't know who could actually fill the shoes of Alex Trebek. They should have switched hosts a long time ago. Because now I didn't spend, like, I grew up with Jeopardy. Um, I Jeopardy has been first. airing since not, since nineteen eighty four. I'm saying, like, I, every time I, I my all my early memories, there was Jeopardy involved. That's my grandpa. My grandma's house. We watched Jeopardy. We are a Jeopardy family. So I don't know, like, when I first heard that they was thinking about putting a new host, and I was like, Nah, forget it. No, no. But then when I heard Levar Burton, I said I could get behind a little reading rainbow. Me too. I could, this is another part of my childhood coming to save a part of my childhood. Uh, November. November, why you keep taking people? Listen. Stay down. I just hope, because me, well, first off, prayers to uh, Alex Rebecca's family, you know, things of that nature. Um, but I originally thought, I said, okay, well, when I was growing up, it was always Pat Sajak on Wheel of Fortune. Alex Trebek on, excuse me, on Jeopardy, of course. Regis Philman is who wants to be a millionaire, guys. Not this Meredith V era. It's the new era. Uh, I just don't know. I really kind of feel, I'm feeling a little way about anybody else, really. You know, hosting it. I don't know. I y'all know my opinion ain't shit. Um, let's get to this mess. Pull it I think I could give a hand if I were not. I'm just gonna be honest. I think I could. I think I can digest that. Cause he's iconic. He's not gonna be trying to be trying to turn it into his next comedy special. I see him respecting the role of the host of Jeff. Yeah, I don't think he would defile it in any way. I just don't know if I really want somebody else saying rap lyrics to me the way Alex Trebek says rap lyrics. Because first of all, LeVar Burton is going to actually get it right. If he pull up, it's it's some Jay-Z type shit. It's it's going to get real entertaining with Alex, but with, I mean, it's just nigga shit. I don't, I'm high. Don't listen to me. Um, I'm not there yet, so you can listen to me. For about Love 20 minutes, and then it's gonna get real interesting in this motherfucker. Love at the lockup, uh, season three, episode 18, entitled Nine and Nine Problems, but an X ain't one. Hit me. The sad part is that those are that's all the notes I have on the episode, so you just kind of took everything from okay. me. All right, but so- I got a real good memory, so let's take it from. You, I, don't know. I, I, I was gonna take it from um from the, the dummies, you know, getting married because that's the you know shortest one we had. Um, so Maurice, they've been the shortest one we didn't have for weeks. For weeks, um, Maurice and Jessica, da, 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 they get ready for the mar- wedding. Mom told uh Jill, Mama Jill told the little girl, what's her name? Uh, uh, not Jessica. What what's her sister name? Tracy, no, it ain't Tracy. Jennifer, Je- I was getting there. Got it. Uh, she told uh, Mama Jill told Jen that Jessica was pregnant. Um, meanwhile, my she getting married she again, getting married and you bring again. your ass. Mm-hmm. I say, but I say, bring your ass on out this house. I told y'all, my our mama so, heard was I'm about to be a grandma, and that was all that other shit is out the window. Fuck what you heard. I'm having a grandmother experience. So um, Maurice is at home with all of his family and um, Daddy Dave go over to meet with the family before the wedding. Uh, he has to talk with Marcus about, okay, this your girl. Now, you know, I, listen, I ain't paying for no more of this shit. 
Um, so it cuts to this wedding time, right? And Jessica got on the dress or whatever, and she's meeting her sister in the bathroom, and sister and the other day having this moment. And then it cuts to Maurice and all of his all of his family members stuck on the side of the road because these motherfuckers then ran out of gas. Girl, I'm sorry. I have been driving for I think it'll be 12 years this year or 13. <laughs> I've never ran out of gas. Not never. And I done rolled the car on the E for a whole day because I got paid the next day and I ain't had no choice. And I still didn't run out of gas. Had to stop at Falcon Fuel at 8 o'clock in the morning the next day, halfway to work. But that was it. What is it about Falcon Fuel? They always in the hood. They always see the ass gas station. Sure but is. the gas is good. I don't be There's going good gas there. at the Falcon Fuel. I don't be going over there at night. Cool. No, I said first thing in the morning. It oh. was a.m. Okay. It was 7 a.m. Well, as long as you have regard for your own safety. Um, <laughs> as close as I was getting. Look, it was either stop at Falcon or push the turtle. <laughs> <laughs> That's dead, bro. Um, all right. So, so I said, Lord, I'm going to put 10 pumps in. So pump number seven. Basically, what ends up happening is um you listen, he the, the boy, the homie show up, you know what I'm saying? He go get the gas or whatever, he run because you know, because that's what niggas do. And then um come back with the gas, they get there, they get married, it's a cute little nuptial, blah blah blah. What are your thoughts? It was a cute little nuptial. I spent the whole time asking myself one question. Is that velvet? All right, so uh, like I don't know what I don't know what Reese's suit was made out of, but it looked like it was crushed velvet. Like y'all had a for real y'all had a for real last minute cheesy Vegas wedding, and I love. Only thing that she said in one of the takeaways, and we can't even blame it on alcohol because you can't drink because you're pregnant. She said she never imagined her and Maurice getting married and having such a big wedding. And I'm looking around at all four rows of these people. <laughs> big where, ma? Big where? I said, wait a minute now. Hey, look, I got a small family, but damn, I think I could fill up six rows. I mean, it was like 10 to 12 rows, right? And in those 10 to 12 rows, there was one person sitting in each row. So I don't really know that, I mean... I'm not having no Rona wedding. I'm not doing no social distancing wedding. I have to wait until after we get this. Well, that show what it looked like to me. Like y'all had a social... And then Maurice people didn't even come dressed. They wasn't even cookout ready dressed. They look like they was going to Walmart. Is this going to be our, you know, altar call? Because we can save that. It wasn't. Mm. I just wanted to throw that out there. Like, my blackness was insulted by y'all lack of suit and boot. Don't, don't, don't be having us looking like that. It was a wedding. <laughs> y'all could have pulled out last year Easter Sunday suit and wore that. That's what they did. You didn't see Uncle Cleavis. That was one uncle. I was looking at a whole row of black women that were looking like they was either going to the laundromat or the wall of the mots. <laughs> and then you got Reese over here with the crushed velvet on. And I'm not supposed to laugh. <laughs> what is this? Femmes? Um, let's talk about Dylan and Heather. Because... Listen, they broke up. <laughs> Good for him. Good for him. <laughs> Next. <laughs> <laughs> this bitch gonna say, um, she felt like Dylan took advantage of her um while she while he was in prison. She felt like he called her his wife and discarded her when he was done with her. Bitch. No. <laughs> he played prison boo. He did that. And then when he got out. Your ass went crazy. Mm -hmm. I'm saying went, but to be honest, it, you probably were always crazy to even be in a relationship for five years with a man in prison who you'd only known for a couple of weeks beforehand. 
And then you got his name so, tattooed on your body in several different languages. You was already crazy. But I'm glad she not like full on single white female crazy. She said she done with him. He ain't never gonna call her. She ain't never gonna call him. It's a wop. All right. Oh, uh, yeah. Um, so what do you want? Because we got a few. Who do you want? So uh, we got uh, Christiana and John, Chevelle and Quaylen, uh Scott and Lindsay, Destiny and Sean. Oh, let's get Christiana and John. All right. I'm just going to read this verbatim because my high has officially kicked in. I'm just sitting here relaxing for the first time in 12 fucking hours. It hasn't arrived yet. Chrissy felt overwhelmed at the halfway house and went to use crack cocaine. She's going to turn herself in because she has a warrant. It'll look better for her if she turns herself in. She woke John up to turn herself in. She feels like uh, uh, like if it's going to be difficult going back, wondering if her mom will pass away while she's there. John feels like he either didn't do enough or wasn't strong enough to keep her out of the situation. Terry rides along to the drop-off for Christy. He feels like uh, if he shows weakness in the situation, he won't be strong enough to be there for the family. Uh, they need to know that he's going to help them make it through this because it's, it's his job. I oof, That's heavy. What are your thoughts? I started this season taking multiple jabs at the uh, expense of Sir Divorce a lot. But I'm going to have to call him John today. Yeah. That nigga. That's you know, a real I'm man. Like, That's a real man, bro. Like, for real. That's a stand-up dude. Like, there was that moment in the car where Christiana had turned around and was hugging her sister and was like having that goodbye moment with her sister. I don't know how you kept the car on the road. Like, that was gut-wrenching for me. Man. And I'm just fronting your, in my head watching on the screen. It was gut-wrenching was for sad. me. And he held it together through all of it. And then you could see in his confessional, like, he has a genuine love for her. That's not no for TV mm -hmm. shit like I feel like Scott and Lindsay will get oh, to Oh, yeah. That. I think that's next. Like, he genuinely cares for this woman. And I think he's going to ride her beard out. She got, what, 11 months? Yeah, and that's way less time than what she used. She probably got for these 30 because of bonus. She got 11 months to serve. And hopefully when she gets out of jail, she'll be able to rehab. At home. Or at home. Not necessarily rehab, but be released mm -hmm. home and not go back into that halfway house situation in Dubuque. Because I honestly feel like if she stays with John, that he'll yeah. help her through it. I, I, you know, I ain't going to say it's going to be perfect because yeah. as mama say, the demons are alive. And when they get her, they got her. But hopefully it won't be no more going back You know, to I jail. think that's not no way. I think it is. that uh, Christiana and John are a really good fit, and that's why it's like a, a lot of the season. I know I started off saying like this motherfucker built a fucking wedding chapel in the back of a truck, and you thought you was be, gonna be able to get married, fuck in the truck, and okay, you're crazy, sir. But as the season went along, I I genuinely felt bad for Christiana and John. Both of them equally in two totally different ways. Like she was put in a hard situation. Like there's just they they did that shit to her. I felt like because they knew she could, was going to come back to the Department of Corrections, one way or the other. Mm -hmm. And then for John, it's like he is not only taking care of himself and her while she's in prison because that I've heard that's expensive. Um, he's taking care of her sister, her mother, and her mother, who is visibly ill. 
I don't know what's wrong with her, but I, I know something's wrong with her. Well, she got the oxygen tank and the whatnot, so we know it got something to do with the yeah. breathings. She needs a little help. So, for him to take on all of that responsibility and then, like, he, first, shout out to that damn uh, e cigarette he got. He'd be just the puffing on that motherfucker just to calm down. Yeah, bitch. <laughs> and listen. That motherfucker been clutch for him. Before we even get to the end of this particular episode, that's my shout out for the episode. That motherfucker, listen. <laughs> listen, okay? Uh, I'm. He was going to pick that e cigarette. <laughs> <laughs> because listen, that e cigarette has been there for him in times when he could not do for himself. When he never thought he made it. <laughs> Oh, he goes as well. <laughs> and then he handles the things that need to be handled. So I can't even be like mad at him. Like, he is a stand up dude. He, you know, like, he's a weird walking stand up dude. But listen, nevertheless, he's he's, that, he's all hard. And that's why I like John. That's why I, I, I feel bad for talking about John for all of these weeks. Um, I don't feel all the way bad. There was some good, there's some good one line that's courtesy of John. John. I'm sticking us down a few times. You want to do Scott and Lindsay and get this out the way? Mm-hmm. Terry Bell is still there. She asked Lindsay if Scott knows about them being in a relationship for six years, uh, her and Lindsay. Lindsay hasn't told Scott because uh, he's going to feel like she's cheat- she's been cheating on him. Well, technically, it's the other way around, but whatever. She doesn't believe in monogamy. She don't want to tell him. Da, da, da. Well, anyway. Um... Oh, I'm so tired of these selfish ass. I think I want to be poly uh, people. Miley, I know who that dig was for. Miley Grace is no. I'm talking about on the show. Child, I don't know what the hell that is. So Miley Grace is finally coming to move in with Lindsay and Scott after the 14 day quarantine. Mama Brenda told uh, Lindsay, "Look here, let me tell you something, girl. If this baby called me at 2 a.m. and tell me to come get her, I'm coming to come get." She's going to come home, okay? This is a trial basis. If this don't work out, she's going to come home. Do you understand? She's going to come home. What you not finna do is fuck fuck with her baby. baby. She meant that shit. (laughs) She spoke that. She meant that shit. Now, that that was not the exact interpretation of what she said. You got to remember again, ladies and gentlemen, these are white people we're talking about. But loosely translated in the the mama grandmother mind that I have anyway, you know, much of the damn D E A type shit. Uh, that's the way I interpret it. But it's loosely based that. Um, mom says. Um, mom says that. Um, enforces that important for Miley. Oh, enforces that it is important for Miley to see. Uh, consistency from Lindsay and Scott and to do everything that it takes to make it work. Listen, again, like we said, uh, she a hoe, you know she a hoe. How do you know? Because I told you so. Hey! Sorry. All right, who we got left? We got uh, We got Royal Rumble. Or let's do Quayline okay. and Listen, Chevy. Really, what ha- I had a hard yeah, time yeah, with that one because you're high kicking in. Uh, Chevelle and Quayline had a conversation about him lying to her, and even <laughs> in his confessional, he's like, "Look, uh, I've been feeling really smothered by Shorty. Um, we're gonna have to talk about this." Da da da. She in Kansas City uh, with her mama talking big, big shit about Quayline. He ain't coming back. He used you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So one day, um, the girls are sitting, you know what I'm saying, throwing shade. And there's a person staring in the window. And who is it? Quayline. And him and her have this conversation. <laughs> Please don't do that. It's so it was so funny because they was really reading it for film, and I know production <laughs> knows. I know they know he's Ooh. there. 
They say nothing. They let them continue on. Yeah, he ain't shit. You shouldn't wait on. Yeah, 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 yeah. Knock, knock, knock. Stop knocking. Oh, sorry. <clears throat> Here I am. <laughs> I'm back. But like for real, sis, he took a carry-on bag. He took a carry-on. His mom was bag. getting on his damn nerves. <laughs> Him sisters too, because all they were doing is the same thing that Chevy been doing. Trying to pressure mm. him to live the life that they think is going to be yep. best for him. And he's 100% right and standing in his laws and saying, no, I got to do what I want to do. It's his turn to live his life. I get it. Y'all been doing this bid with him for the last mm. 12 years. I mean, what did you do in prison, sir, that you didn't get no time served? Nothing. You just stayed to serve oh, your bitch. whole sentence. I just want to know what the hell I he stole. I digress. But um like why are y'all so determined to try to make this man live his life the way y'all think he should live it? Let him try. He he ain't been out of jail a whole month at this time. Let him try. Even if he wanna do a little music on the side. Long as he get a nanny side. And work and can afford to pursue his passion. Who am I to say he is not talented enough to do? I don't know. I haven't heard none of Quaytrae's music. Um, I did turn on the live one day when Quaylon was on there because you know we get the alerts and shit. But it wasn't him rapping. He said he was going to perform, but I, he never did go live when he performed. So I don't know what he sounds like. Um, but he's still like the same nigga. And hey, listen, don't pressure that man. Just go on and let that man leave. I don't. Hey, listen. They let him play. play. You, you, I was trying to figure out. She wanted a ring from that man in two weeks of him getting out of jail. My question is, you just bought this man a truck. You did. So how the fuck did you think that he was going to be able to afford a ring? Oh, that, you don't understand. She wanted them hoes that'll buy it herself. See, one thing I won't do, and I guess this is just the old fashioned in me. I'm not buying my own ring, and I'm not asking no nigga to marry. Words. I can't do A either word. or. And that might just be the old fashioned in me. Then, if that's the case, call me an old fashioned mm-hmm. bitch, because that's what I got for you. I'm not proposing to no nigga. And I'm not buying my own goddamn ring. I feel like that is so terrible. Like, and they, like these girls be on to this shit. But I feel like also, for me, all of the pressure that everybody has put on Quaylen caused Quaylen to burst. So in the season, yeah. in the season, I'm not necessarily upset with Quaylen as much as I'm upset with everybody that's around him, including uh, uh, Chevrolet. <clears throat> Excuse me. I'm not upset with him at all. I'm actually impressed that he was able to stand up to Chevy and Quay Senior and Quay Quad and Quay made the 15th. Oh, that's just too and many. That's too many quail birds, girl. That's awesome birds. I just... I'm just impressed that he was able to stand up to them and say, no, this is how I'm going to live my life. Um, You want to get to this? Okay. And the peace there is response. Okay, guys. Sean okay. and Destiny. You know what? I've written a lot down about this. Um, but to be honest with you, we would just do better by just talking about it, okay? I mean, it ain't much to discuss. They had to sit down. It did not but go well. I think everybody saw it not going well for different reasons. And there were three different versions of the truth at that table. And none of mm-hmm. them saw eye to eye. Because there was one person sitting in that, that, that conversation that was clear mind and able-bodied. And I feel like that was Kelly. Now, as soon as she sat down, Destiny at her. She squared up in her seat. But didn't bust a great. So, 
and they're having this conversation and Shauna's like, you know, I'm with her now and you can't be calling me Ugh. and da 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 and Kelly's like, well, I, I'm calling you, Monica, because we got kids together. Like, the youngest is like three years old. I'm just saying, you know? And Destiny busts in the conversation and says, but your kids are going oh, your, your to call him themselves and let them know what he they need. I hate that as a statement. Why are you expecting children to navigate an adult relationship? Because at the end of the day, they don't have a child support order. So whatever she needs for her children, she's going to have to call him. Your response is, well, maybe he just needs to be on child support then. That's not how, That's this not how works. any of this works. He still needs to be in relationship right. with her because she has not one, not two, not three, but six children yeah. with him. You may not have known he had six, but you knew he had children with another woman that he had been with for 20 yep. years. I don't know why you come out with this expectation that they're not going to talk. Look, it's not like she asking him to send her a picture of the dick. She's done with him. The way that she handled his ass. Oh, that's not a bitch that wants you no more. Not the way she handled his ass in that restaurant. Here's <laughs> the part that, that made me really upset. Sean is at this table letting Destiny disrespect the mother of his children and blaming it, and blaming it on her and saying things like, you're being disrespectful. No. Your quote-unquote girlfriend is being disrespectful. This ain't... This, uh... Them being in communication hasn't been an issue with, with him and any of his other girlfriends. Pause. Y'all ain't been together. I guess they broke yeah, they up like, on like on seven they years like on ago. And off again, they, was, they said. And they tried again like mm-hmm. two or three years after that. And then tried again mm-hmm. two or three years after that. So in these last six or seven years, you didn't have multiple girlfriends. And none of them had an issue with you being in communication with your child's mother. But the one you fixing to marry that you met off the prison dating website a couple of months ago, she got a problem with it. And your response is not, that's my mother of my children. However you feel about it, I'm going to have to be in communication with her because of my children. Your response is, oh, if you was to whoop her ass, go ahead, do it, and I'll bail you out. Sir, I travels to Vegas. Destiny, I travels to Vegas. Don't be seen. I I don't even know, Kelly, but I'll whoop your ass for. Because let me tell you. I ain't whooped the ass since I was like 18. I've been itching. It's on site for Destiny. It ain't no. She got to go into witness protection, fucking with me, because I, you, I don't understand. And I, okay, because this made me so upset. I've been in relation with men who have, you know, baby moms and things of that nature. And whenever she calls you, you need to answer the phone. Period. I I I can go to the bathroom or whatever, or you can go to the bathroom or whatever if it needs to be a private conversation that you need to have about your children. Then God bless you in your ministry. But um, you know, I don't see the problem with you having communication with the mother of your children. That doesn't make sense. She keeps thinking that they have a bigger relationship than what they do. Well, yeah, they do. And then now all of a sudden you might be pregnant. You might be pregnant. You with 1,800,000 prison tattoos of the girlfriends 
of Christmas past all over your body on the run as usual because you run away from all mm-hmm. your responsibilities. You're pregnant. I don't even know what to say. Like, really? I think some dogs, I, I think that some dogs lie to um, make their beds. So when they got a lion, this is the kind of fuck shit. I can't imagine the fuck shit that he's done to that, that woman. Because he's going to pay for that with uh, Destiny. Oh, 100% if he hasn't, if he already. hasn't already. She's she gone with the wind. And then the part that, another part that pissed me off, I just remember. Did she call Kelly ugly? She did. And meanwhile, I'm sitting there look, uh, like, mm, he got a type because they look alike. <laughs> oh, you think she's ugly? Mm, wait a minute, ho. Y'all look alike. You just a little bit bigger than she is, body wise. Kelly's tiny, you know. <sighs> Shout outs, altar calls, et cetera, et cetera, for the week. I don't ha- really have a altar call or nothing. I done already told Destiny. She she can get this smoke. Sean is stupid. Uh, Destiny and fucking Mississippi Mess Head are some box biting hoes. Had to be careful that I don't want them. I don't want the LGBTIQs and all them to come after me. Cause they be coming. <laughs> Um, my shout out goes to John yeah. again for just being stand up nigga. Like I don't have nothing negative to say about him. It's just a shame that you will not be on next week because there's some people that's gonna be coming to life after lockup that I could definitely do. Yeah, that. man. But we do get to kick it with a. Uh... Michael, that's the that's fuck boy number one right there. That's number fuck one. boy number one. You look up the OG, OG fuck boy. boy. <laughs> My man put on a bear costume. <laughs> that shit. Don't 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 get me fuck started. Boy behavior times ten. And just showed up over the house. Look. <laughs> this ain't even about this show. But I just want to say in preparation for next week. Girl. It is 2020s out here. Lock your door. <laughs> oh boy. I tell you the truth. You don't need nothing that look like Michael. Have free reign in and out okay. of anybody's house. Please. Well, um, I don't have anything for you guys. I um again say shout out to that uh e-cigarette to, uh, listen. Whatever works, John. Whatever works. And um <laughs> whatever it takes. You know, uh and then also another congratulations to, to uh Butterface Baby and what do you call him? Obi. Obi. <laughs> yeah. For overbite. No, that destiny got a fucking overbite. The way them teeth come out at you, like Obi. I be calling Reese and Obi. Look, hey, this is how you know, y'all, that the edible done snuck up on my ass. Cause I was about to have a whole ten minute conversation with y'all about why I call him Reese and Obi, and y'all already, <laughs> y'all already know. But we gonna oh, take God. a break. That's what yeah, that because I gotta chew a few chips and I don't want to do that in y'all ear. But we're gonna be right back. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I'm just saying I don't really want to do that. That'd be messed up. Um, we'll be right back with woke season one episode one episode six. six. You throw me off. You know I'm high. That piece. Fuck you. We'll be right back. We back. Hey, y'all. 
Um, and we are back with this season's episode of Woke, season one, episode six. That peace, fuck you. I don't really know how to break this episode down if I'm going to be honest. It was three events happening simultaneously. Right. So we just got to take event. Either we're going to do Quavis and Ayana, Keith and Adrian, or Gunther and the threesome. Let's do um let's do Gunther and threesome first. That shit. <laughs> <laughs> Allow me to say before you run it down. <laughs> I have caught myself in the middle of two other people's uh, privacy parts. And I have also, like Gunther, had difficulty with dealing with <laughs> the privacy parts of someone that has the same privacy parts as me because that's not my thing. So I understood his trepidation. Oh, Gunther went in and grabbed him a handful of dick. <laughs> he, he trumped threesome dude. Like he, he threesome was like, whoa. Because, because Marley because uh, Marley was like, what are you doing? And Ziggy was like, Cause, okay, of course their names was Ziggy Marley. I don't know if you caught that. Uh, um, he, he him, Marley and Ziggy of course are kissing, right? And the part that kind of threw me and I could understand why Gunther was like he didn't know what to do uh, was because he's sandwiched between these two people. Now he don't know if he need to grab the dick. The, the, now Clovis is not told this fucking Clovis is. Oh man, um, Clovis. What did Clovis tell? He couldn't un- even understand how he got into the situation of being in a threesome. And everybody had to tell him what he had did that night. He's like, well, yeah, well, yeah, well, yeah. But I thought we were gonna come back for platonic drinks. Platonic drinks. <laughs> when else? There's no such thing as platonic drinks <sighs> when you're at your house. When you bring people to house for drinks, it's to fuck. And here, hey, Gunther, when in doubt, pop a titty. <laughs> you do not have to go for the dick. <laughs> That's what I did. Well, hell, buddy, it. Yeah. By the end, by the end, he wasn't even <laughs> fucking the girl any damn way. Hell, so I... like somebody was tearing it down. I'm like, damn, Gunther in there thumping like that, and you gonna come out for an electrolyte water, sir? <laughs> if you don't get in there and pop a titty out, I don't know. Meanwhile, I'm like, well, Quavis, Quavis, Clovis. Clovis, Clovis. I think I put them together. Why don't you just go ahead and then get a little piece of ass? Clearly, they are okay with fucking drinking. Clear. Because they picked up Gunther. They braided his hair. You may think that I'm complaining. They got in his scalp and they braided his hair. And they did a good job. This ain't the first time that they have braided hair. This wasn't no experimentation. They wanted to make sure his hair was out the way so it wouldn't get caught up in any of the freak shit they were getting ready to go do. Drinks in his apartment. at the doggone party and shit. And I was with the shit for all of it, but I don't know how gunk, but he did have the mushroom cheese, so maybe he was just too high to realize what then was happening. Then he got home and figured that shit out. I knew that they was about to come with the get down, but to never even get a piece, not even a little little pokey poke, you ain't even put it in a mouth. Like what? What kind of what kind of fucking are you this doing? A real testament to testament to who Gunther really is. He's so free spirited that he he not doesn't today. even know the bounds of his free spirit. Sometimes he doesn't know how much is too much for him. He figured oh, it yeah. out this day. Um, he went with that shit no. at all. No, not at all. Uh, 
But he did. He tried. He, he gave it a good college try, but now he can knock that off his. Always wanted to try list. It's not really my just. Um, let's let's do Adrian yeah. and Keith. Because I thought the most interesting conversation was between Clovis and and and, and Yana. Ayana, sorry. Um, so I'd rather do that one last. But I just feel like AG and Nikki's conversation was really he felt bad for putting her in blackface. She he told her he didn't blackface her. He raised her. I don't know which is worse. I don't know which is worse though. Is being blackface worse than being racist? That's the queen of blackface. But like Rachel was with the cause. Yeah, she was with the cause. I don't know if Adrian is that woke. Mm, probably not. But I mean, and she don't with the swing dancing and shit. She reads very Pollyanna. But I, but I, oh, I didn't want to say that, but I didn't say but it I now. Like hey, her, I, I like Adriana for for what she is to Keith in ways. Um. She kept, she kept, I like she kept trying to get him to realize that one, she's down for whenever you have an accomplishment, even if it is at her expense, as long as it's for the art of it. And he, being Keith now, Keith is always in his head. But Keith is yes. awakening. He ain't fully woke yet. I said it the way I said it. Yeah, Awakening. yeah, yeah. So, on a certain level, these ain't the alphabet peoples, but they still might come for me anyway. On a certain level, him being involved with a white woman, when you're trying to push a black agenda, oof. That's real hotepish, and I don't think, I don't think Keith Hotep woke. I think Keith's just like regular woke. So he's in conflict with that as a topic of discussion or a reality in his life. Now, personally, mm-hmm. I like Adrian. I think, but I never really liked them together. It was something that just didn't sit right for me. It felt kind of like forced. And I think genuinely it started off as like just kind of like a mm-hmm. hookup situation. And then they tried to make a relationship out of it and they should have never. No, I, not at all. I, I think that, uh, and then they tried to make a relationship out of it after Keith had just been in a two year relationship that ended two weeks prior, but you didn't even know it, it was like, it, yeah. you were the rebound. You rebound pussy. And I think it would have been perfect if they had kept it surface and sexual. They would yeah. still be fucking. But once they tried to be boyfriend, girlfriend, then it went awry. And that's because that was never y'all's right. initial contact. Um, I think too often we romanticize relationships. And all relationships ain't meant mm-hmm. to be romantic. Some people just supposed mm-hmm. to be out here fucking. And then when the nut has been achieved and my eye took my nap, because if I don't take a nap, you didn't do it right. After that nap, then I got to get up and go home. Ain't no staying the night, breakfast, and all that shit the next day. I'm not doing no walk shame. I'm going to get out while everybody sleep. Everybody ain't going to know that I'm coming up and through here fucking. They might know, like, you know, happenstance, middle of the night, here's some things you ain't supposed to hear. Because apparently they got these tennis walls in California County. Um, but I ain't doing no walk of shame. I'm not stealing Clover's toast. I'm not going to your events. If we just fucking, that's all it is. That's all it is. And they should have kept it that way. Because he's not really ready for a relationship. He's in a, a, a in an inner turmoil with himself trying to find or redefine who Keith is. Mm-hmm. And you can't really do that with a personal tie like that. So I like her. And I wish her well. I think she would have did better with Anybody but Keith. Even Clovis? 
Clovis, because it wouldn't have been no relationship shit. The lines would have stayed defined. Stay as fuck. Gunther, because he's not fresh out of relationship and using you. I'm not going to say Keith was using her for rebound pussy. I think he really liked it, but that's how it came across in the end. And then, shit, even Ayana, shit, at least you get your back blown out. Um, Ayana look like a bitch that keep a strap. Hate to say it. She just look like one. Wow. Um, Speaking of her, Clovis and her blossoming Friendship New friend is probably because they're so different and they communicate with each other so differently, but they're saying the same things and they're able to communicate it. Mm-hmm. It's awesome because okay, so she's trying to get back at her ex girlfriend. Change the algorithm in her Netflix and shit. That's fucking frustrating, okay? Just saying. <sighs> um, That kind of shit. And, you know, Clovis is like, well, you know, that's fucked up. You know what I'm saying? Your girl was cheating on you, da 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 da. So, uh, she's like, well, <laughs> it wasn't really all. <sighs> you know, I. Might have, might have been gone a little ahead and dipped my cookie in another person's cookie jar, you know. He was like, You a fuck nigga? And I'm like, Jesus. And that makes nigga. sense now. It makes sense that then it has me wondering, like, why was you acting all extra bitter and shit the other night at the uh the dark noir? Yeah, yeah, the- yeah. Black Noir. When the reason why y'all split these splits is because you out here splitting in other people's splits. Can you send it to me? I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. You know, I just be saying shit. Let me see right here. Splitting and other. People's splits. Y'all didn't know this was probably the title of the episode. <laughs> I am <laughs> just so high right now that I can't even put my fingers together to write it down. Thank you, darling. Uh... <laughs> yeah, that came out because everybody know Bobby V is a fuck nigga. And he be fucking random people in the fucking jacuzzi shit like he was in the jacuzzi with 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 Kurt and Bambi and them kissing on the mouth like they didn't know that he was married to Rashida and you know cause that's what I think of whenever I think fuck nigga I think Bobby Valentino. listen her being the fuck nigga is like the validation and even when Clovis puts it like she she finally realizes that everybody else in the house is fucking with her so she can go get back with her girlfriend and so what she says is I'm just gonna go back with my girlfriend and basically continue to do dumb shit and Clovis has a very, very valid point. He goes to her, why don't you just tell her that you're not into monogamy and then you guys can work on your relationship from there? But you're not telling us, so you just assuming that she's not okay with it. And she's like, no, nah, I'm, I'm going to do it my way. So she is a fuckboy. Or a cheater. As... Fuck girl. I don't know what to call her. But it's back to that same thing, this idea that monogamy is not attainable. So I'm going to be polyamorous, but I'm not going to be transparent about Mm -hmm. that's what the fuck I'm going to do. I'm just going to either do it on the sly and be a fuck nigga, or I'm going to tell you and try to change the full dynamics of our relationship after you're involved and invested. It's not fair. You cannot take Mm -hmm. people's choices. You have to be straight up from the jump. You don't get to decide after two, five, ten years that you no longer want to be in relationship with me in the way that we have been relating and then have the nerve to be upset that I'm just like, yeah, not for me. No true words could ever have been spoken. I I don't like to talk about my ex-husband, but he comes up every once in a while. 
he wanted me to accept the fact that he was going to be out here randomly fucking hoes. And did not want me to fuck hoes. He wanted me to just be at home waiting on him to come back after he got done fucking hoes. The fuck? Now, we could both be out here fucking hoes, or we ain't both on nobody's fucking hoes. But it's not going to be you got hoes and I got to wait on you. I'll be damned. I don't want, I don't, first off, I don't want to share Amen. nobody's dick. I want my own. They call it call it selfish or whatever you want. I don't want to share. Mostly because in order for you to satisfy me, you ain't got enough energy mm-hmm. left to share. I took it all. So if you got energy left to share, you holding back. And that ain't right. Who holds back on the person that they love? Just give it to me. Give it to me, babe. Gotcha. Give it to me, baby. Give it to me. Oh, Jesus. Oh, man. I gotta stop being so high. Um, And I I left this episode wanting to know, what is Keith going to do with his art? Like, the artist in me, and I, I claim I'm, I'm an artist. Well, you are sensitive about your shit. I want to know where he's going with his art. Like, you all keep, like, giving us a little taste of it, but not giving us the full Keith Knight experience. I need to see what's happening with Black People for Rent. Are we going to reinvent Toast and Butter? Am I going to get soap and water? I don't know. <laughs> Can I get some art? If you do the one with soap and water, go on here and put them trash ass niggas from Love at the Lockup that get out of jail and be fucking mm-hmm. with prison dick. Put them in there and, t- and give them the routine how to wash their dick before they hit. Look, I got one liners today, y'all. Do you have a shout out for this episode? Clovis. Clovis is just birthday. Clovis is an in your face fuck nigga, right? I like in your face fuck niggas because exactly. then I know where I stand. But do understand once you establish yourself as my in my face fuck nigga, that's all you'll ever be. Ain't no catching no feelings and wanting to wife me. Nah, but you're my best, fuck nigga. But that's the best Play the part role. About- Bring me but the that's dick. That's the best part about home. the relationship that with him and Ayana. They'll never be with each other, ever. But nope. I want I wanted to shout out Clovis this week because he asked her the questions that she needed to be asked, and even she had to think about what the fuck, nigga. You know, vice president of fuck, nigga, them because Michael is always number one. But yes, you know. And look, apparently she's the recording mm-hmm. secretary. Mm-hmm. All of them. All I like of them. her though. I, but I do like I just, you know, but they just they, they, her and Clovis. I, I, irony is that they're the same person. Once, two, two peas, peas in a pot. What you got, sis? My shout out was going to go to Gunther. I I have a certain amount of respect for somebody who knows their boundaries and don't put themselves in situations too often where they are doing something that they don't want to do that could get up out of their jam and just be like, yeah, this ain't for me. You are in your own home. You left your own bed. Let these motherfuckers finish fucking and went up front to watch a Lindsay Lohan movie with yeah. Clovis and Keith. Who's in the dumps? Cause his girlfriend was like, "Yeah, don't call me. It's okay though. You're good. You're great. You got this. But don't call here. Call Clovis, cause that's the closest thing you got to Tyrone. Mm-hmm. And I like Clovis. Clovis is Bay. I wish I had a Clovis like nigga in my life right now. Somebody that I could chill with. That's gonna always keep it a buck. That I could probably get some gym shoes out of and could be random penis when I wanted. That was my alarm to let me to know oh wake up God. from my nap. 
I first the nap first I didn't off, get I just to take. That that, this has I, been I, a I day. That was the most perfect on time thing that I've ever heard in my life. We're listen, because <laughs> it woke me the hell up. Um, <laughs> I was asleep. I'm sorry. Go ahead. I'm listening. I was just saying that I'm one of the closest like nigga in my life. But I don't really need one of those because, you know, I'm in a long distance relationship. Oh I'm doing the best God. I can. Oh my God. It's been a while. It has been a while. In the meanwhile, I think I'm going to get a puppy, y'all. And I think I'm going to name this puppy either Keith Clover. Yo, depending on, yeah, you got it, it depends on the brownness. <laughs> You get a light skin, um, you know, dog. You gotta name Gunther. You get a brown skin, milk chocolate. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? You no, know, I know we like really womany. He really womany. Keith is womany. So you get you then you yeah you know chocolate. But if you get a nigga nigga like a nigga nigga like you gotta name Negro Black. Got a name on clothes. Um, you got any um. Church, uh, church announcements. You got any um, altar calls? Oh dear me! I think the person that's got to come to the pastor's office. Oh. not a full altar call, but just a little like tap tap. Just come over here. Let me highlight you for a second. You too old. To be navigating life mm-hmm. the way you're doing. Like you've had no experience. Come on now. You are actually a fuck nigga too. You couldn't possibly get along with fuck niggas like Ayana and Keith and not have a little bit of fuck nigga down in, down in there. I'm not saying fully embrace your fuck nigga, but but embrace something. Because right now he's lost. Define who you are. You are walking the world and navigating the world lost. You don't know where you're going with your woman. You don't know where you're going with your art. You don't know how you're going to pay your rent because your ass ain't figured shit out. Look, drive the Ubers, figure it out, do the art, make the mummies so you can pay the rents and eat and the buy food. the things. And once you figure that part out, then you can add pussy. Then. Did I lose you? Thank God. Nope. I am right here. Somebody decided to call me when they know I record on Tuesday nights. Happens every week, though. That's fucked up. Because we is almost done. Because I'm going to ask you, do you got any shout outs for Walter Call? Um, Shout out to Clovis. I'm cool. And uh, I don't have anybody that I was going to tap on the shoulder or nothing like that this week. I'm way too high for that. So... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> but go ahead and drop your shit, my nigga. <laughs> so, eh, she told me to drop my shit, bam, bam, and bam, that's bam. exactly what the fuck I'm finna do. It is your girl, Doctor Shady Shay, one half of the dynamic duo at Reality the Pod. You can find me on Instagram and. Facebook at Reality the Pod. You can also find me, just me, Dr. Shady Shay, on Twitter, Insta, Snapchat, and Shmuel and TikTok. Mm-hmm. I don't make no videos, but I be there stalking the shit out of y'all shit. So if you want me to watch your shit and possibly end up on the Reality Facebook page, send me your TikToks. Fuck Trump. Trump. We can have Trump. all the ticking hey, and talking. Hey, hey, fuck Donald Trump. Hey, hey. I'm sorry. Just figured I should kick in there. I mean, well, I mean, well, shit. Hey, oh, I'll shit, kick girl, down I your shit. Because I'm high. Oh, child. Um, 
Trash Can Tam. You can find me on all social media platforms at Trash Can Tam. Um, you can email us at real dot sorry real i t e a d a p o d at gmail dot com with any other questions, comments, or concerns. We ain't got nothing. We ain't doing nothing too crazy this week. We just gonna sit here and be high, you know. Um, there is going to be an ABC special about Brianna Taylor that comes out this Friday. I'm probably gonna watch it because I keep saying it and I'll say it till the cows come home. Y'all need to do something about them motherfuckers that murdered that girl. Uh, and this has been another episode of Reality the Podcast, man. We'll talk to y'all later. I'm high. And (laughs) I'ma say bye bye. Don't. All right, then. Fuck it. We're gonna go with that. (laughs)